You're listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into A Very Moody Sports Show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington. We in the pod lab here. We're going to be cooking up a little bit. The NFL, Zach, provided us with some information to talk about. Obviously, we all know that sports is not really happening right now, so the fact that the NFL gives us a little something to uh, nibble at is fantastic. Very appreciated. Oh, yes. So, I'm even one of those super nerds. Like, when I play sports video games, I'm kind of the guy who, like, yeah, I love playing the game. Don't get me wrong. But I'm about dynasty. I'm about franchise mode. All day. I'm about playing like one or two games, making a ton of roster moves, simming the year, doing the off season. Oh, man. That's the bread and butter. And you know what's ironic? They even made a game. It was like 2009 or six in that era. It was like NFL coach was the football. You probably remember this game. It was. Like it was like. Remember. It was like Madden coach. Madden coach. It was like literally a game called coach, and I didn't get it. And you don't have to play any of the games. You're just the coach the whole time. I don't even know if that's the thing. I would assume. But I bet that game was fire. I bet so. And I didn't buy it. NCAA Dynasty mode, going to sit there and do the recruiting process with the recruits, always fun. You even exposed me to something. You, why don't you explain what you do with teams in Dynasty mode? So, in Dynasty mode, I am a bit of a, I'm football junkie as far as college football, and so like, in my head, I always wanted to be a guy that was going to be able to uh, win every championship for every conference, and so I will go to a team, I will play with that team until I win the conference championship, and then I will move my ass on to the next team. It is time to find a new team and a new conference, and I'm going to go take over that conference. That is how I played the game. You see, I've also played with bad teams before. Don't get me wrong. My favorite bad team was Florida Atlantic University. Hoo-hoo, FAU. Great school. And I would always play with them, and it would take winning the national championship like three, four times in a row before you even get like three and four-star recruits. But it... Is very fulfilling to play with crappy teams, but Dan, just the audacity to try and win every conference championship. Personally, it's always been my dream, really, just to get to that point. I want to win every champ, every conference, you know. Yeah, coaching is awesome and I something I would actually like really think about getting into. So I've said that before in my time, but I also am five six, one hundred and twenty five pounds. So I don't think I've got it, dude. You're like the same exact size as Nick Saban. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I have no argument with that. It really is Nick Saban size, I would assume. Um, so, Zach, uh, not a lot going on in sports, but we obviously do have a little bit of uh, NFL coming in. Um, but there's been a little bit of uh, basketball news. I did hear uh, Adam Silver was talking about possibly doing like a mid uh doing like a charity game at some point like it's called a one-off game game, whatever whatever Um, that means what's your thoughts on that and like do you think that would be like an all-stars aspect where we're seeing like all the big name players go in there or what no crowd 
No crowd, obviously, but aired, broadcasted for everybody to see. I mean, if you get 10 players with no coronavirus and everyone that works there is no coronavirus and you, like, sprayed... I'm not even, like, in panic mode hardcore about it, but, like, you gotta keep your messaging consistent. I was about to say, it doesn't seem consistent with the message at all of, like, hey, we're not gonna spread this stuff. But if you're, like, raising a hell of money because it's the only sporting event for, like, coronavirus testing, sure. But if, like, all ten of those guys get coronavirus, that's the only thing that's going to be, like, detrimental to the whole thing. I don't care. I I mean, sure. Give me an all-star game. Sure. Give me an all-star game. Why not, you know? Sure. Um, So, yeah, that's happened. uh, But we know that Kevin Durant would not be amongst the players. He was diagnosed with the uh, coronavirus, uh, tested positive. Another name in sports that sort of popped up was uh, Saints head coach uh, Sean Payton. Payton. Sore stunner. That's the first one you've seen in the NFL at this point. There's already been multiple MLB and NBA players. Um, So, yeah, just spreading, and it's unfortunate. Um, but we hope that uh, everybody recovers quickly and feels better. Yes, and hopefully it doesn't spread like massive amounts. I think we're on the verge of sitting inside for a while. Which... I have that feeling too, Zach. I have that exact same feeling at this point. Um, we'll have to figure out what we're doing with the pod at that point. But uh, So, Zach, NFL, we have got some news. We have got people... The league year started Wednesday, uh, yesterday, and uh, we have now had signings. and uh, A lot made. of them. A lot of moves, guys. The NFL is going to look very different next year. Zach, do you want to give us the first trade <laughs> or deal that interested you the most, maybe? Well, we'll just start from the beginning, beginning? because I don't think you can overlook any move in the NFL. No, you, you got, really can't. You got a certain number of teams... There's a limited number of starting jobs, and the most important position that everyone claims in football or in sports... All sports, people say. The quarterback. The QB moves. I've heard a lot of people say, like, goalkeepers also the hardest position in sports. What do you think? I don't want it, man. That's a lot of pressure. Either way, here's the thing. As the goalkeeper in, in uh, soccer, it is a bit like the quarterback where you are you are directing that field most of the time. Like, you are seeing the openings that happen, so, like, you are directing players on where they need to be moving <coughs> to for positions. So, yeah, I do think it's just as tough being said. Bro, I think you're giving goalies too much credit. I was about to say, though. As a defender, the, the Q- I can't hear anything my goalie's saying. And the, in about, the heat well, of the moment. Well, also, the QB in the position they are in, they touch the ball on every single play, where in, in, in soccer, you would hope that your goalie does not ever have to touch the ball. Which is why, how do people argue that's the most position important position? I understand you can't be giving up five goals, three goals a game. But, like... If your quarterback is terrible, your team has no shot. <laughs> That's factual. Literally, at this point, if you don't have a good quarterback, and then unless you have like Bo Jackson, even in college football, even Bo in Jackson college football in the backfield. The but if you only can run the ball and get predictable, you're not going to win the game because you're easy to scheme against. Oh, I know about that. I know about that. <laughs> is that some Georgia? That is a dogs fan's life. The dogs. The dogs. So Zach, we're starting at the beginning. Wednesday morning. First move. First move. Tennessee said, no Tom Brady, no Mike Vrabel, 
We are not tampering because we're signing Tannehill. Give me Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill for four years. I've given Tannehill a lot of crap over the years because I watched him with my own two eyes play Clemson in college, and he was a wide receiver. Oh my God! I he was a wide. About that. He was a wide receiver. That was a long time ago. And then he switched to quarterback, and then he got drafted by Miami, and he wasn't that bad for Miami. He's, He's athletic. Always injured. He's athletic. He's got a sidearm. He can throw on the move. Matt really liked him. My buddy, but like huge Dolphin fan, Dolphin insider, Matt Lukomsky, really uh-huh. liked Tannehill. I gave Tannehill a lot of crap, some of it unwarranted, but he got a fresh start with Tennessee. He's got Derrick Henry, who didn't get paid, Did who got franchise paid. tagged. That's crazy. Pay the they man. have to pay that man He, next he year. was crazy. They have to pay that man next You year. paid Tannehill over $100 million, dollars, hundred and five. And you didn't give Derrick Henry his money. I just have a problem giving that much money to a man who, in the in the playoffs total, made like 30 passes and completed like half of them. Right. All he did was hand the ball off, and you can get anybody to do that on a cheap contract, mm. brother. What you doing? Speaking of cheap contracts, something yeah. to, that is the complete opposite is Kirk Cousins and Minnesota. And they made it even longer. Two more years, Kirk Cousins, they're committing. So the Vikings have their quarterback. Tennessee Titans have their quarterback. Bradley Loing, tweet us and let us know how you feel about that. Skull. Oh, Skull. Give us to us. Skull. All of Skull. Let us know how you feel about the Kirk Cousins two more years. Yes, and speaking of the Vikings, Bradley, tell us how you feel about Stefan Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. Zach, you're going to be off the Buffalo Bills this year. Man, we are coming. The they, Bills Mafia That was still voted here. by the fans. I didn't I'm say sorry. I'm pledging allegiance, Daniel. I pledge allegiance, Zach. I said I'll take this poll We're and vote for, for the you. Bills. Let's go Bills If Mafia. you would have broken a table with a playoff win, that might have changed yeah. all of these things. But the Bills, face. Bills did not come through in the playoffs. Daniel did not jump through a table. So I'm not a Bills fan. But moving on. Ryan Tannehill got his money. We're referencing back. $105 million. Dallas offered Dak Prescott $105 million. Turned it down. So they slapped him with the franchise tag. Disrespectful for a quarterback who has done everything you really asked of him at this point, I think. Uh, You're asking me who I'm going to pay $105 million to in the year 2020. I'm going to give it to Dak Prescott over what I've seen than Ryan Tannehill. And maybe that's me hating on Tannehill, but I'd give I'm more comfortable giving Dak that money than I am Tannehill. Well at this point, you're sort of putting Dak in a weird position where next year he's gonna be this franchise tag is gonna run out and He said he's not me, playing. He I said will, he's not playing on the if, tag. I was about to say if yeah well if you ask me next year when you are out there, go play this year. You go out there next year and you just show this year you show the world that you're ready. You're gonna be good, and then next year when they're when they're offering you everything they offer you, turn down. You go explore the market next year because you could get paid. And if not, I promise. Dallas I don't will think get he's paid. good on any team but the Dallas Cowboys as they're currently constructed. I think Dak Prescott would only succeed in his current situation, and that's why they need to pay him because he is the perfect quarterback for the Cowboys. I think it's ridiculous they did not pay him this year, but at this point they're paying Amari Cooper. You got hundred million uh, for four years. For four years, you still got the Ezekiel contract you're under, which Ezekiel getting paid before Dak, even though Ezekiel didn't play half the games he should have because of it off field issues. But Dak's always out there. That's strange to me. Mm-hmm. And then you also have uh, you're paying defensive players that, in all honestly, like you're probably not going to be holding on as long as the contracts are extended out for. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand the method, Jerry. 
Jones is going over there with the with the Cowboys. It doesn't make sense. I don't. I, that's out of my tax bracket, Daniel. That's what I'm telling you. And uh, a quarterback that a lot of people are familiar with. He's pretty old, but he's not Tom Brady. Drew Brees, two more years in New Orleans. This was a compounding effect because there's three quarterbacks right now sitting in New Orleans kind of wanting a job. Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, and Tyson Hill. And who you're pretty much battling for who's going to be next in line for next Drew Brees to retire. Drew Brees is telling you I'm not going to retire. <laughs> so, do you think this is Drew Brees' last contract? Cuz I feel like it is. I yeah, think he's I mean, retire saying he's good at the beginning of the year, but the season just got even longer and now you got to True. So, hey. CBA man, new more, All, games, more power to you. You're the stat god, but you're getting old, man. Fancy <laughs> God, too, These dude. guys are old, dude. They're getting you. old. Um, it's crazy. Drew Brees, another older quarterback that we saw go. Uh, and then speaking of his backups, Teddy Bridgewater signs with Carolina, three years, sixty mil. What do you uh, think, Dan? I think Teddy Bridgewater, the 60 hometown mil. team. I think it's a good pickup for them as far as uh, the with the new head coach, you're gonna just bring in the new quarterback. I think Cam's probably gonna be on out the door. We'll see what happens with no, that. No, hundred percent. But uh, I think with the new coaching, it could definitely work out. But the question is, too, you're bringing in Teddy Bridgewater, who yeah, he won five games last year, but didn't get to play anymore as a starter, and so. Do you really know what you're getting in Teddy Bridgewater just based off five games with the Saints? I think Teddy Bridgewater is very similar to Drew Brees, and that's why they won five games same last size. year. And yeah. the same play style. They're exactly. accurate, can throw the ball all over the field, and that's all you About ask from it. them, and don't make mistakes. And I think that's what Carolina is wanting, a quarterback that's not going to make mistakes and can complete the passes you want, get the ball to McCaffrey all over the field, in the backfield, out on the sides, we got to get a wide receiver core in there in the offensive line. Sure, they have signed a guard, and I saw a tackle. But like, yeah, you got to get the uh, got to get a playmaking receiver that can make a difference maker. But maybe that's your quarterback problem. Perhaps. So, and, you got uh, DJ Moore. Well, you do have options coming up in this draft between uh, Justin Jefferson and uh, T. Higgins. A lot of good receivers, big receivers too. That uh, you could give Teddy Bridgewater, who is a little bit of a shorter guy, so gives him a target he can find a little easier. Mm-hmm especially with uh, Greg Olson being out of the Panthers now. All right, so let's just go ahead and stop. That's the local team, Carolina Panthers. Are you a Panthers fan, Dan? No, I used to be as a kid, but not anymore. Uh, you know, Same I, here. It was, I don't know, man, they broke apart the, they broke apart the old... Del Homie Del and Homie, Steve Smith and Julius Steve, Peppers. Yeah, I fell in slow love with Julius Peppers. That's what started it all for the Panthers. And then, like, Del Homie was the greatest man on earth. Uh, and Dan Smith, Morgan, Paul linebacker, Robert, Mike Rucker. Williams as the young running back. Oh, my gosh. John Stewart. John Stewart. Oh, That's man. crazy. And then the ownership went astray. Everything went wrong. But then we get the number one overall pick. And you get Cam Newton. And that's and I could a whole, not fall behind that at that's all. That's an era. And he was coming out of such controversy and such arrogance in college. It was hard to, like, wrap around him. And, like, everyone knew him so well because he played at Auburn. We all watched all of his games. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I was just never a... Did you jump? I was never a Cam Newton Panthers fan. Did you ever jump to the uh, Falcons at any point? Because no, it just no, sort no. of stopped. I didn't go to the Falcons, but I always did like 
the idea of being as a Georgia fan, I was like, maybe I could get behind the Falcons. I could just never get behind Matty Ice and the Falcons. And I understand that for people too. Some people are diehard Falcons fans. I'm a Braves fan just because there's no Charlotte baseball team, I think. Because I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan. I was a Panthers fan, but then I was a Braves fan. But Braves. never a Falcons fan. Even though I played for the Little League Falcons growing up. Never a Falcons fan. God, oh, man. Never. Yeah, I tried to be. I feel like I did. I felt like I tried because to be. Because when Falcons I was a kid, fan, you couldn't work. be. Because it was the Michael Vick era. And he had all of his scandal. So, like, you, it was kind of like you couldn't be a Falcons fan. I didn't think you couldn't. It's just, like, I didn't want to be exactly. I mean, like, yeah. the Michael Vick thing was cool, but that was also back in the time where I was like, it's never going to work. We are all saying that. We yeah. wanted Dell Holman to throw the court, throw the ball. Um, and so I just think that, uh, yeah, I don't know why I couldn't fall behind, but also I'm not a Panthers fan. At this point, Bill's Mafia. Oh, uh, speaking about fans, and let's talk about the bandwagon that is rolling down to Tampa. It's coming from Massachusetts. <laughs> and all over. And t- all over, really. So the best quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, has left New England and he has signed with the, with the who? With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Very prestigious. Pretty much the worst franchise in the league. <laughs> but here we are. TB12 makes its way to Tampa. Head coach Bruce Arians. Quarterback whisperer, they say. Whisper. Whisper to Brady at age 43. What are you teaching that man? You are setting him up for success, giving him weapons that, well, Tampa has a lot better weapons already. 2,000 yard receivers. And you got Ronald Jones at running back, but I. They needed a better running back. Todd Gurley. I was thinking that. I was thinking. Maybe coming to Tampa. Or so we'll the see. There's a lot of good backs. In so this we'll see if Tom Brady makes a run at the Super Bowl with this random team in Florida that no one thought that he would end up in. And nobody. How weird does it look to see Tom Brady in a Buccaneers as uniform? A, as a slight lover of the Dolphins, you know, Matt, we've mentioned you already, but uh, go fans. For a minute, we were all thinking maybe they get Brady, and then he just heads right. Like remember back then we were talking about that. Now how strange is it? To think all these rumors we've heard these past months. And then he ends up in Tampa Bay. Literally heard it like a day before it happened for the first time. Mm, it's gonna, wild. It's weird. I Very thought he strange. was. I thought he was going to go to the Chargers. I was Charger guy all day. I said it on the pod multiple <coughs> times. So surprising me a lot. Uh, Zach, question though. Like you said, Tom Brady. First off, let's just go. There's so many questions with this. First, do you think the Bucks are the favorite in the uh, NFC East now, or is that your? NFC South, sorry. NFC South. <laughs> the only competition is the Saints and Old Man Breeze. But you have... I just don't know, man. I don't know if I can choose Going the off of chemistry, the you have to choose Saints, Saints 1, Tampa Bay 2, Falcons, Panthers. Okay, so probably the Bucks may be looking at a playoff, like a, a wild card spot potentially in the playoffs, depending on their record. Um, so another question: If Brady and the Bucks make it into the playoffs, do you think there's any way that he does take this team to a potential Super Bowl? I mean, he's got the clutch factor. I mean, it is he, Tom Brady. You get him if he step one's get to the playoffs. That happens, then it's anybody's game at that point. And you maybe not if you're a betting man, who are you gonna pick? 
Oh man. Other quarterback or Tom Brady led Buccaneers? Don't choose against Brady ever. Uh We've learned that lesson. We've learned that. Everybody's learned that lesson. I know a lot of people who, I mean, like, let's be honest. Everybody's lost one or two bets on Brady. Um, It's been 20 years. 20 years of doing that stuff to people. Rude. Uh, So do you think that Tom Brady will be seeing the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl, potentially? Not this year. Next year? When Trevor Lawrence is playing for the Patriots. <laughs> okay, you're thinking it's a tank situation in New England. Let's have this conversation, Dan. Okay. Who is more responsible for the Patriots' success? Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Who are you on? I just don't know. Like, I want to hear you first because like, I'm a bit on the fence as far. I think it takes a little bit of both but I think it's probably a little bit more on Tom Brady towards the end of the career. More on Belichick at the beginning of the career. Oh. Nobody ever thought about it. It's a little bit of both, baby. I get, I think Bill Belichick is the best football coach to ever step on this earth, schematics-wise. And people say he didn't do anything before Brady was there, but Bill Belichick is the ultimate heart crusher as a coach. He The strategic way the play is so well, I think he set Brady up for success. But I will say this. There was a point in time where Brady was the had the best arm in the league. And this is what I mean by that. He, he would put the ball, perfect spiral, on the money, in your hands, in route, on time, to, for a touchdown. Like There was a point where Brady was dropping 40, 50-yard bombs on the money. It was great. And yes, he's like 42 now, pushing 43. The arm talent's going, but the decision-making and the quickness, the preparation is there. So, Brady's great, but I am I lean Belichick in that argument. Belichick guy. Because I think after the tank get Trevor Lawrence, Belichick and Trevor Lawrence could go on like a 10-year run, man. Like another 20-year run. Like Belichick could literally coach until, until he's like 75, 80 years old. If he like gets revitalized with something like that. So that would mean New England in the meantime would be sitting with Jared Stidham as their quarterback. Like, do you think they have any chance of doing anything this year? Or like they just purposely say, heck no, we're not. We're They've not released a lot of players. The whole defense is gone. So basically. here's the thing. Are you going tank for Trevor? Are you seriously tanking for Trevor? Like, we need to address that right now for the Patriots yeah. and not sign anyone that's any good. <laughs> Take Stidham because I think that's who you need if you want to tank. And then, or two, are there about to be a ton of strategic roster moves and you pick up one of these big-name quarterbacks that have been unsuccessful, a.k.a. is Cam Newton headed to the Patriots? Oh. Is Matt Stafford headed to the Patriots? Like the is Jameis headed to the Patriots? <laughs> I don't like Andy what, Dalton. What if we did a trade and trade? Derek Carr, stuff like that. Any of those players, I think the Patriots either need to tank for Trevor or trade for Deshaun Watson. And there's no way the Texans are giving up Deshaun Watson. Or even better, you bring Jameis up there, he doesn't <clears throat> throw a single interception, they win the Super Bowl with Jameis Winston. Impossible. Jameis Winston's <laughs> thrown more picks in five years than Aaron Rodgers oh has in his career. Did you know Brady in like one of his MVP seasons threw only two interceptions the yeah. entire year, and that was in the through a playoff run too. Like, what? He had those <laughs> monster stats, man. It was ridiculous. Crazy. Um, a team 
That is out now in Vegas. Also has a new quarterback. You mentioned Derek Carr as a potential landing spot in New England. I don't even know what they're doing with Carr, if it's a competition or not, but they brought Mariota in now over in Las Vegas. John Gruden maybe looking to bring in his quarterback. That's cool. I uh, like that. I, I, like that. I get excited about Gruden doing anything. So, <laughs> whatever. So, uh, do you think Mariota's going to start, Zach, or do you think this is like a uh, like not a for sure thing Derek Carr I think Mariota's a better quarterback than Derek Carr. That's proven, I would yeah, say. Yeah, and uh, Mariota can, if he, you just let him get healthy, heal that hand up, run on, th- just, hey, West Coast kid, let him have it. I'm let all for play it. play that run and gun. Uh, yeah, exactly. The Gruden offense. Maybe. Uh, Chicago, another potential competition there coming in. They've traded for Nick, or they brought in Nick Foles for three years. Do you think that uh, Trubisky's just back up? Do you think they're moving Trubisky on? What do you think? Yeah, I think Nick that? Foles has made a glass, so they're just going to let Trubisky play the regular season and Nick Foles play the postseason and win the Super Bowl. Nick Foles are running the Super Bowl. Chicago's going to win the Super Bowl 2020. I, like I really like that. That's a great one. Bring in the guy that you need for the playoffs. If you're a betting man. If you're a betting man, there's there's our number for the Super Bowl. Uh, and then one-year contract for Phillip Rivers, Rivers going to uh, the Colts, Zach. What do you think about that one? Uh-uh. You're giving me a bad face right now. Phillip Rivers <laughs> should, uh, he should probably hang it up, man. I don't know. He just looked like he barely cared last year. He For the first time in his career. So, I have a question. The Chargers, who don't have a quarterback at this point, will maybe will promote... Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, but I'm assuming they're hitting the draft for uh, the next big guy, big star for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the question for you, Zach, do you think that the uh, being down with the ball with two minutes ago and not winning that game... Is that a Chargers thing or a Phillip Rivers thing? Is that about to be a Colts thing? Colts fans, are they nervous? If Phillip Rivers at this point in his career is the answer to your prayers, I'm you're 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 asking the wrong thing. That's <laughs> I don't, not good. I, I just I'm just not a fan. Like I would even erode Jacoby Brissett and drafted a young guy if that's really what you want to do, or. Get Matt Stafford in there. Put some respect on Matt Stafford. He was oh in Detroit. That's the problem. Nobody, that, I want everybody to know Matt Stafford has set multiple records since coming into this league just since he's been in. And, like, no respect because it's with Detroit and they don't win ever. But I'm like, Bro, they're if, terrible. If Matt Stafford goes to New England, that team's instantly a contender. I love that move. I would be down with that move. He can make the throws. And then Belichick can just get in his brain. Pick that brain a little bit. Uh, So, we also had a couple running backs released. Uh, As this new CBA came out, there's not availability of two franchise tags. So, you saw a couple people released that you sort of surprised a lot of people. Uh, I would say the biggest one you've mentioned already, Todd Gurley. Uh, So, the question, Zach, do you think his draft stock is going down at this point? As he's not just like, it's not just contract ended and he leaves. They released him from his ch- contract, I'm assuming, because they're looking for a better back in the draft. Just a more reliable and durable one. Todd had a lot of miles, but Todd's the type of guy that if you take a year off and rest up, and 
he could come back strong with a good team as a situational back. Like I'd love to see Todd Gurley go right down to Tampa. That's right a great now. spot. Uh, I, but I'm worried. I, I think I sort of said this on Twitter. I, I'm worried about him going to a team like the Cardinals and being like their feature guy, or just get, not getting the touches he needs to get the stock up, and like that stock just keeps going down. I feel terrible for Todd Gurley because like. Jeff Fisher wasted his first three years of his career just running him in the ground all year and doing nothing. Yeah, and in college, too, Georgia, he was like a 25-30 carry back. Absolutely. That was back in the time when that's what you were doing with the running back. That's a lot of miles. A lot of miles on that guy, unfortunately. Um, so, but and then uh, Devonte Freeman released from the Falcons. That's pretty surprising. Um, just because, like, same thing, injuries, man. Injury prone, I guess. Uh, but at the same time, I sort of felt like he was getting towards the end of the career. Probably could have just let him. It's time to start looking for Matty Ice's replacement. That's what I feel. The Falcons got to be looking in the draft, man. I just cannot see them continuing with Matty Ice for multiple more years. Tank for Trevor. He's Falcons? A, yeah, he's a, Georgia, he's a Georgia kid. He's a Georgia kid. Um, that wouldn't be... Who would, wouldn't take Trevor Lawrence? Everybody's going to be... <laughs> you know. Um, and then there was one more that was released, I feel like. Who do we have? Uh, David Johnson. Oh, he was traded. Traded. Not blockbuster. Released. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Really, it's a blockbuster trade, but on one side of it, it looks like the dumbest trade ever. Well, there's there's some rumbling of why but we'll get into the trade first okay david johnson and a second and a fourth of the arizona cardinals were traded to the houston texans for deandre hopkins former clemson grad aka top three receiver in the league right now nuke man are you serious guys bill o'brien is literally the Every problem with the Texans is Bill O'Brien. And now he has more power than ever. I was about to say, product of probably not having a general manager. He is the general manager. Exactly. And the thing is, is like, what is he, what type of deal does he have with ownership to just have like blind control? Like DeAndre Hopkins, even if there was unrest in the locker room, apparently his baby mamas were in the locker room and he has like multiple baby mamas or something. That may not even be real. I mean, that's But that is what, what the internet says and Bill O'Brien's like, uh-uh. And apparently there's too much influence on Deshaun Watson and you got to pay Deshaun soon. If I'm Deshaun, I'm walking. That's I mean, you just took away his best receiver. The man that he's thrown to for th- three years and has the man that literally has the least miss like the least drops in the league since being in the league yes next to him larry fitzgerald note just want to note larry fitzgerald has more tackles than drops in the in, in his career. and now they're on the same Crazy. team and kyler murray gets the throw to That's both huge. of them so um, watch out for arizona with cliff kingsbury offense where there's gonna be a running gun the whole time that is really intriguing when you have two big receivers and you know they do have good running backs in arizona they just need to work on an offensive line really uh but we'll see what happens with them but yes it's i'm stunned honestly i cannot believe that you would give up your best best option as far as a receiver i think it's just ridic- ridiculous of the uh texans and they need to get a gm in there because until you have a gm there's probably just going to be consistency of this happening like you said they may end up losing to sean man i th- 
Yeah, Sean needs to like hit the trail, man. Because as long as if they're proving Bill O'Brien is their favorite over the success of the Texans, then yeah, I gotta get out of there if I'm Deshaun. I don't care about the money. I feel you. Yeah. So guys, that is all we got tonight. Uh, been fun. Not bad for no sports, right? Not bad for no <sighs> sports when you get the NFL providing us two days of just full information. We appreciate it. Um, um there is a minor announcement. Well, not minor, kind of major. The Olympics are have not been canceled still have olympics in the future they still haven't talked about it yet i will see what happens with that um but we'll keep it updated we'll be back next week we're assuming do bear with us next week we may be on the quarantine potentially and uh we may be calling over the phone potential echo and whatnot but we may we'll, we'll mess with it see what's happening yes episode 35 frank thomas the big hurt. The big hurt, man. So first baseman, multiple teams, even played for the Braves for a little bit. But Eugenics. Dude. That man his testosterone levels are through the roof. Ridiculous. Can't even read them. Exactly. Can't even <laughs> read them off the charts. We're the big out, hurt. Guys. Episode thirty five. Thank you for listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and Twitter at Moody Sports Page. That's right, a new name, Moody Sports Page. And listen up next week for good predictions and hot takes.